Welcome, everyone. This is Mardiak Market Update. I'm Mark Mardiak. I'm a senior wealth strategist with Premier Wealth Advisors and a registered representative with First Allied Securities, Inc. We're a member of FINRA and SIPC, SIPC. Thank you for joining me in my podcast this morning. This show will explore topics ranging from market updates to the global economy and personal finance. Money is knowledge, and I understand life happens, and this program will help you navigate your relationship with money with timely guidance and my unique perspective. We're now entering the second month of 2018. So what does the market have in store for investors? According to the IMF, they predict brighter prospects and optimistic markets. However, we'll have some challenges ahead. The U.S. economic outlook is healthy, according to key economic indicators like GDP, gross domestic product. GDP growth rate is expected to remain between 2 and 3%, which is an ideal range. Global growth for 2017 is now estimated at 3.7%. That's one-tenth of a percentage point higher than projected last fall. Upside growth surprises were particularly pronounced in Europe and Asia, but broad-based, without turns for both the advanced and the emerging market and developing economy groups exceeding the fall forecast by one-tenth of one percentage point. The stronger momentum that was experienced in 2017 is indeed expected to carry into 2018 and 2019, with global growth revised up to 3.9% for 2018 and 19. That's two-tenths of one percentage point higher relative to the fall forecast. You've heard the term synchronized global growth. Well, it's well underway, as well as tax reform and regulatory relief is fueling a significant pickup in business investment, even as consumer spending has showed some signs of slowing. The strength of the global economy, especially in key trading partner economies like the Eurozone and China, provide further support to the U.S. economy and help to keep the U.S. dollar dollar relatively weak, which would indeed help to boost exports. Secretary of Treasury Steve Mnuchin has some justification behind that whenever he's interviewed to talk about the weak dollar against the other currencies. However, it is unclear whether sufficient spare capital and labor are available to meet burgeoning demand. Undertaking physical stimulus during strong economic times may overburden capacity and trigger faster inflation. The Federal Reserve Bank's two mandates are to keep inflation in check and to make sure that we're operating at a full employment capacity. So far, the Federal Reserve plans to continue raising rates at a modest pace, perhaps three times this current year. There may be a fourth, it's hard to say at this point, but these plans could change if inflation surges. Coming out of the Q4, we might see an uptick in in inflation simply because of the holiday season, but Q1 traditionally has been a little slower. And in terms of investment activity and growth, we have seen money coming in 
to equities, and, and that explains the rise in equity valuations during the first month of the year. February remains, it remains to be seen uh, what will happen with equities in terms of performance. Despite such risks that are down the road for now, U.S. businesses enjoyed the strongest economic environment since the mid-2000s. Let's talk about the Republican tax cut plan, which was recently signed into law by President Trump. It has, and hopefully, or maybe not, it will provide a further and modest boost to GDP and spending by consumers. Economists think that the tax cut could improve the economy, and we'll see. The U.S. tax policy changes are expected to stimulate activity with the short-term impact in the United States mostly driven by the investment response to the corporate income tax cuts. And as a reminder, the corporate tax rate was lowered from 35% to 21%. The effect on U.S. growth is expected to be positive through the year 2020, cumulating to 1.2% through that year, with a range of uncertainty around this central scenario. The market doesn't like uncertainty, but lately there's been a lot of certainty. Due to the temporary nature of some of its provisions, the tax policy package is projected to lower growth for a few years from 2022 onwards. The effects of the package on output in the United States and its trading partners contribute about half of the cumulative revision to global growth over 2018 and 19. What does this mean for consumers? Well, lower tax bills and lower tax rates should vault already strong spending numbers even higher, but there's no guarantee. History indicates that consumers will spend much, though not at all, additional money that they take home in their after-tax pay. The increase in disposable income, though, will be partially offset by falling home prices due to changes in the mortgage interest deduction. For businesses, the tax plan delivers not only lower rates, as I alluded to earlier, 35% to 21%, but also the chance to immediately deduct investment spending from corporate tax payments for the next five years. For companies seeking to build structures like data centers, drilling rigs, and warehouses, the cost of financing these projects will fall dramatically. Higher profitability will also provide more resources for companies to invest, provided rising wage costs don't run out of hand. The department, or rather BLS as we know it, Bureau of Labor Statistics in Washington, D.C., publishes an occupational outlook each decade, going into great detail about each industry and occupation. BLS expects total employment to increase by 20.5 million jobs from 2010 through 2020. 88% of all occupations will experience growth. The fastest growth will occur in healthcare, personal care, social assistance, and construction. Jobs requiring master's degrees will grow the fastest, while those only requiring high school 
diplomas will grow the slowest. However, stubbornly weak wage growth will limit gains for the multiple family household and retail sectors. I hope you enjoyed my podcast this week. That's a wrap for Martiac Market Update. I'm Mark Martiac, and thank you for joining me today. Remember, you can find all of the episodes on my website at markmartiac.com. Always feel free to contact me if you have any questions about anything we've talked about during the podcast or if you'd like to discuss your financial portfolio. Tune in next Friday for Martiac Market Update. Have a great weekend. We'll see you soon.